We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. He's kind of the big decision you have to make in midfield once you decide how much value you're going to jam in because... He's very expensive. He's a road dog. He could hurt the rest of your line of construction if there wasn't just so much value. Um, he, he's a guy you want in, but I don't know. I... This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, please visit RotoWire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird, Skylar Redpath, and J.D. Bazo. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. And I am not Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire, Andrew Laird. I am Daniel Bramlett, and I'm uh, known as Trippin' B in the DFS soccer world. And I'm here for a solo pod on the Saturday, March 16th MLS slate, which we were graced with by the powers that be at DraftKings here on Friday afternoon. So because of that, scheduling uh, being delayed, we weren't able to really schedule Skyler, Andrew, JD, and myself together. And as you know, it can be kind of tough to put things together on a Friday night last minute. We ended up not being able to get together, but I love uh, the game so much and I have just not enough of a life that I was able to be available to uh, put some thoughts in on this microphone on a Friday night and 
Hopefully there's some people out there that might enjoy listening. We'll see. We actually have a pretty interesting slate here with the rare Seattle underdog spot going on the road to Chicago. So let's start there up at the top with Nico Lodero. And I don't really think you have much of a choice here this week in terms of should you play him or not. He's pretty much, even at 10,900, a guy you want to lock in. Seattle, as I mentioned, is a slight underdog at Chicago, and uh, but it's really just a pick em. So this could be a good spot where maybe they do concede a goal and then he has to attack even more. So you're really liking Lodero here, obviously. Didn't return a ton. I think he kind of had a dud last game, which might get a few people off him. He had nine fantasy points only at home against Colorado. I don't expect that we're going to see too many duds from him this year. So one out of the way is fine. And, and I think he's a guy you lock in right up at the top of the lineup as a forward, and uh, the real decisions start to come when you look in the second forward spot. To piggyback off what I was saying about Seattle being an underdog, let's go through the uh, the actual lines here, I guess. Follow some format here on the uh, Rotowire pod. Uh, the New York Red Bulls are actually the biggest favorite at home to San Jose. Very large favorite, over a goal and a half. Then you got Houston hosting Vancouver, Columbus hosting Dallas, and Orlando hosting Montreal. All home favorites. Orlando just a slight favorite over Montreal. The Columbus-Dallas game actually has the lowest total of the set of five here. So that might be a game you are not targeting for a goal. But the problem with Red Bulls is we don't know a lot about what they're going to do uh, as the uh, significant large favorite on the slate. They're, they're never a great team that's very fantasy friendly because a lot of guys do a lot of things. Uh, and they're all usually pretty expensive. I end up usually going down when I play Red Bulls and playing Tyler Adams back in the day or Sean Davis uh, and just trying to get a value play because when they're a big favorite, I think you can do that. But because they've been playing in CONCACAF Champions League and because they had a bye in week two of the MLS season, it's really tough to know exactly what they're going to do. Like I said, Kaku, obviously a guy who has a lot of upside as a, as a fantasy play on DraftKings, someone that you don't mind playing, but they could get goals from Royer. They could get goals from Bello. You, you really never know. So as far as advice, I think I'm going to go with the safe advice here. And hopefully he starts. He's expected to start in the projected lineup. And uh, I'm just probably going to play Bradley Wright Phillips for my Red Bulls exposure as a second forward. He's their huge favorites. Like I said, I think San Jose is horrible and uh, is going to give up some goals. Uh, you know, when Red Bulls are scoring, the BWP is the one who's doing it. So Seems pretty easy, uh, even in a cash game for a goal-dependent forward. I think the price makes it kind of nice for Bradley Wright Phillips. He hasn't played uh, in the regular season. He didn't play in the first game because they were holding him out for Champions League games. So uh, if you're not familiar with his game, you know, you see nothing in the game log, you might be a little worried. But he's going to shoot. He's going to shoot often. He's going to score. And uh, he's not someone you're going to want to fade. And he's going to be up in the, in the 10K range, I think, probably pretty soon once he starts scoring some goals. So... Uh, those are the two I like best, but there are some other options. You got uh, Rui Diaz for Seattle if you think that they're really going to get going. Um, you know, he scored a goal this year. He's been close a couple other times. He's kind of hit off the post. So if you wanted to pair him with Lodero, maybe as a GPP correlation, I could totally see that. Uh, the Houston guy is kind of tough to pick between. You got Minotas, Elise, and Kyoto. So which way you go there? can be kind of tough. Minotas loves to score goals. Kyoto brings a little bit more of a floor with uh, set pieces, and Elise is so explosive. can be very tough to choose between those guys, so I kind of go GPP there, but you, you do want some Houston exposure, I think. They're hosting Vancouver, whose defense has been a little bit better this year, or at least by reputation, if not by results yet, and so uh, expecting a little bit tougher defense from Vancouver, but at home, 
Houston's done with their Champions League stuff, so I, I don't think you want to completely fade Houston. Uh, I could be wrong, but I'm going to try to get some exposure. And like I said, Kyoto brings a lot of floor. They're all similarly priced, so it's kind of which one fits in if you want to go there. Uh, Piatti is always a guy that you're going to look at for any MLS lineup on a five-game slate. You know, he's usually in play, but he's usually a guy that I prefer to play at home. Montreal, slight dog at Orlando. The game, actually, just by a fraction, has the highest total of any of the five games. So I'm expecting offense in that game. I don't fear Orlando's defense, so, you know, Piotti can get loose any time. But I haven't seen it yet. If you look at his game log, he had the goal in the first game, but only 15 points from that. So not a ton of floor, and he only had one point in 90 minutes. At Houston last week, uh, like I said, that they've started the season with three straight road games, and I'm probably going to continue fading Piotti until he gets home, and then I'm going to play Piotti because when he's at home, it, you just you want to play him. So, moving a little bit further down, there are some uh, some value plays, and you know the the San Jose guys are kind of cheap in the six thousands, but on the road at Red Bulls, I'm not touching that. Um, Chicago, Orlando guys. I'm not really seeing in the six thousands range. I, I don't I, I did skip over Jassy Zardes who's scoring goals again. So I don't want to completely take him out of the mix. He's up at the top, but I do like all the other guys I mentioned better. Um on the other side, you know, you look at Dominic Baji and I think he is someone for if you're looking for a cheap mid range forward who could score, I, I like his his chance to score at Columbus. I, I'm not a huge fan of the Columbus D. They are looking pretty good. They're on top, sitting on top of the East, so you can't take that away from them. But I, I don't think they'll be there much longer. Um, you know, you got Jordan Morris. Did, came back down to earth a little bit in the second game uh, as opposed to the season opener against the expansion guys. So going to be a little off Morris here. If you go down real low to the bottom, you see one thing that we'll talk about more in a second is that DraftKings is not pricing these guys up. Uh, some of these value plays who we've been highlighting and, you know, they're, they're coming in with some ownership on these slates and, and something they've produced and they're, they're still not going up. It's, it's not as bad as the forward as it is at midfield, which we'll mention momentarily. But, you know, you've heard us talk about last for Vancouver, who's, who's been productive and, and could break through against Houston. If uh, Vancouver is to get through, he's still down at 4,000. You heard us mention Ardaez. He's down there at 3,900. Novio, Harry Novio, is a guy that I would really love to see get a start for Montreal. Uh, he hasn't. He wasn't even in the 18 last last game, so I don't even know if he's uh, really close to incorporating into the team there for real. But that, if you remember, that he's the, the YouTube superstar that I would really love to get a chance to try to play in DFS. But we'll see if it happens. Um, but th- those are some options to at least look at. And I would think last might be if you need a, a 4k forward to, to squeeze other guys in you're going for, you could probably give him a shout and hope for counterattack against Houston's production there. Moving on to midfield. Let's talk down at the bottom. Let's, let's switch it up a little bit and start down at the bottom and move up because, uh, again, that theme of, Cheap value guys where DraftKings really has not been responding to the production and ownership on some of these guys um, comes into play. And I, I realize they're in tough road matchups. If you look at Espinoza for San Jose, we've just been living on him uh, as MLS fantasy players for the last two weeks. He's gotten 15 crosses, 15 crosses, oh, you know, 14.25 and 16.25 DK points. Uh, at a $3,000 salary in the first two games. And I know he's going on the road to Red Bulls, and it's tough, but 
they dropped his price, you know, to 3100 So, you know, they got to do something. It's not like, it's not, we're not talking about Man City against a Champions League dolt team here. San Jose, I may be pretty down on them, but they, they can be somewhat competitive for and get some possession. So, I think Espinosa at 3100 is a steal. Uh, you know, if he's at 5000 or something, we're having a, discu- a different discussion about do you want to pay that on the road. But at 3100 he's kind of a lock and load. The other guy I'm thinking of who we've been big on playing is Huang Mbiam for Vancouver. And he's also been productive. Wasn't quite as productive. Uh, didn't get the assist, basically, was the only difference between his first two games. But he's shown a floor of it about six points. And one of those in a road game at RSL, who's tough at home. Uh, he's 3,200 still, you know, and he, he was way owned. I, I don't know his, his exact, exact ownership, but I know we pushed a lot of people onto him, and he's been in play in a lot of these contests. So I don't know what's up with DraftKings uh, not pricing some of these guys up. I'm happy about it. kind of speaks to the whole idea of they don't seem to care at all uh, to pay too much attention to the details of what's going on in their MLS contest. They don't even post the slate uh, in time for... You know, some of us to analyze it, but whatever is clever there. I don't love Inbiom as much at Houston. I, I, I think there's going to be, again, chance for Vancouver to get some possession and attack and, and be active. So 3,200 is tough to ignore. If I was only going to play one of those guys, I'd stick with Espinosa with the corner kicks and uh, slightly tougher matchup at New York as compared to at Houston, but I think I'd still lean there. But I could see you going Inbiom for sure. Uh, as we move up in the midfield, since we're doing this backwards, I'm getting up into the 6,000 ranges, and I'm not seeing a ton I love. Again, it's it's road players. Uh, you got Sean Davis, who I, th- I mentioned earlier, if you needed cheap Red Bulls exposure at 4,800. Usually brings some type of uh, floor and maybe a couple set-piece free kicks and stuff, but he, he can, on uh, secondary assist, that's the sort of, he's the sort of play you can get away with in MLS a lot of times because you get that secondary assist. So it raises his floor even as a, as a deeper-lying midfielder. Uh, I mentioned Vaco in uh, the forwards discussion. Not really loving that. Nani, kind of been disappointing, but again, as a home slight favorite in that biggest total game, I think you got to take a look at Nani at 6,800. But again, I'm like, why not just go down to Espinosa and, <laughs> and in beyond at that point? But he's definitely in play and... and I wouldn't fault anyone for putting him in the mix. Um, Chicago has a situation where Mihailovic and Katai are still kind of priced up, but they just added a new player into their camp, which is uh, Nico Gaitan, who's just an awesome you know, world-class player who's played all over the world. And I don't know his exact situation for if he's going to be there uh, to play for Chicago this week, but if he is on the pitch it hurts the production big time of Mihailovic and Katai I would expect him to take free kicks even if not I don't love them in this matchup in Seattle so I think they're a little overpriced even at home Uh, I'm sure there's a some Chicago fire season ticket holders out there that'll jam one or two of them in but I'm gonna stay away I probably I'd have to think keep going up and we get to Kaku Again, same Red Bulls problems I've described earlier. I'm just going to play BWP. I think uh, Barrios, obviously, on the road, but he's shown some production. And I, Dallas, even as a somewhat heavy dog, I feel like they have a chance to win there. I really do. I don't, I don't think Columbus is as good as their record has shown. They, they get to play New England, so, I mean, it is what it is. But we keep going up. A Rudy from Montreal hasn't really done it yet. Uh, Piatti has the midfield eligible also, but I I would probably just pl- 
go up to Victor Rodriguez, who he's kind of the big decision you have to make in midfield once you decide how much value you're going to jam in because he's very expensive. He's a road dog. He could hurt the rest of your lineup construction if there wasn't just so much value. Um, he, he's a guy you want in, but I don't know. I, I'm more inclined to look down in the 8,000 range, really 7,800, and I haven't played him this year, but guy who's always really productive is Pedro Santos. And at home against Dallas, I think I would favor him over paying up to V-Rod, but I could totally see why you play V-Rod, certainly. Um, tight air scored, you know, Galazzo last week against Houston to uh, put Montreal on the board. On the road going against Orlando, tight air has to be in play. He's he's produced big time the first two games, so he would be in the mix also probably over V-Rod. Uh, I would go Pedro Santos a little bit cheaper there, but you got your options. Uh, Iguain I think would take a penalty kick for Columbus and obviously loves to cross, but I, he's one of those guys I think his day is done for the most part. You never know the exact substitution patterns, but I would expect him to sub off before Santos, although that's not always the case. So that's where I would stand on Columbus. Uh, moving to defense, there's a few guys I think worth paying up for, but the problem is. You're paying up so much in attack and utility that you're really going to be looking for value options, even with the value midfielders, I would think. But if you really want to uh, get Harrison Affle, Michael Murillo, I believe Kamar Lawrence is going to be available, although he's not projected to start. Uh, those guys are some of the few fullbacks in MLS uh, on DK that I would think are worth paying up for most weeks. Um, then there are both in good. They're all three in good spots. Lawrence, if he starts, so I don't hate paying up there at all. Leardom, I think, is a is a trap. Personally, I, I don't think he's going to be able to... I think he's gotten a little bit lucky to score a goal in two straight games. I, I don't see it happening again. But we'll see. Uh, if, if that's the hill I have to die on, then you guys can take my money. But as for Lundqvist, eh, he, you know, he, he sometimes takes set pieces. He's... He's okay. He's got the floor of, of six so far in two games this year. But I, I, something about him just doesn't sit with me. I, I don't think I'm on Lundquist, uh, although I wouldn't be surprised to see him in some lineups. I think I'd probably go down to Brad Smith, although he's finally over 5,000 now, even in a road matchup. So expect him to be up in the 5,600 range once Seattle gets back home. Then you get sort of in the dregs here in this mid-4K range. You can go down to the Dallas guys if you think they're going to press and you believe me that Columbus isn't that good. But I'm I'm finding myself going even further down to the mid three thousands and there's a couple Orlando value fullbacks. Uh, Kyle Smith was chalk last slate, which uh, everyone seemed to get on him, and he didn't really deliver that much. He was early sub, so it might be tough for people to go back to him. I I know the coach does support him though. He has a relationship with that coach, so I'm I'm not afraid to go back to that well for thirty three hundred. Uh, Danilo Acosta on the same team. If they both started on opposite wings, you could run that double Orlando wingback stack and see see how it goes. Like I said, they are favorites. The, the total is high. I don't expect a clean sheet for either, but I think they both like to attack, and I, I like what Orlando's been doing uh, better than they had were doing last year. So, As for goalkeeper, I would say as good as Robles is, don't pay up for 6000 for him. Uh, Stefan... A little nicer at 5,500, although I do think Dallas has a chance to win. Uh, but maybe that just means he faces a lot of shots. It's goalkeeper. Do what you want. So, Anyway, that's a uh, huge dose of Trippin' B for those of you who might have thought my contributions to the previous two pods of the season were a little bit uh, 
minimal, uh, but hopefully it wasn't an overdose. Enjoying uh, the season so far and want to see more MLS contests getting bigger and bigger. Hopefully DraftKings will figure out that posting them earlier is a little bit nicer. Good luck out there, y'all. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.